Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Happy New Year, everybody, and welcome to Live Well Anyway. I'm your host, Mackenzie Kappa, and if you're new here, this is a podcast geared towards women who want to feel healthy, look good, and stay organized. We tend to lean a little bit crunchy, but want to stay modern and pulled together at the same time. We talk a lot about planning, beauty, wellness, hobbies, and everything in between. We're real women doing our best to live well anyway in the midst of life's chaos. I'm so glad you're here especially on a day like today where we are kicking off the podcast in the new year. I love New Year's. It is just, oh, it is the ultimate, I think, for a planner because you get to revamp all of your systems and your routines and you know really kind of focus in on your goals and figuring everything out. And that is just so much fun to me. I know that sounds ridiculous, but last week I had a night where it was the first time in, I don't know, six months where I'd been kid-free for an evening. And you know what I did? <laughs> I completely stayed in my pajamas. I ate leftovers. I didn't even care. And I just planned. I sat there and planned. And I know for most people, they're like planning on what they're going to do. But for me, the planning was the actual activity. (laughs) I sat there for five and a half hours and just dug into my goals and I was uninterrupted and I didn't have to think about feeding anyone or going and picking anyone up from anywhere. And it was bliss. It was just the best thing ever. So a lot of what you're going to be hearing today came out of that evening where I just really pressed into getting some things figured out about my life. And also, since the last time we had the podcast, when I was on with Katie just before Christmas, I have figured out my word for the year. So we are going to dive into all of that in today's episode. But before we get there, and we'll be talking about this a little bit in the episode because YouTube is a huge part of my platform goals moving forward, but I did get a new video out over there last week. In fact, I got out too because I am starting to do lives on YouTube. I've been hearing lately that this is like going to be a big part of how the algorithm helps push you ahead on YouTube. And I thought, well, that's brilliant because Live video is my jam. That is where I got my start, really, with getting my platform built back in the Periscope days. I know there are some of you listening who remember that whole thing. I think it was like eight years ago, which is just crazy, maybe eight and a half years ago. And that's where I really kind of got my start and got things moving. Lives are still a huge part of our Patreon community. I go on live four days a week on a typical week, and we talk about all kinds of different topics. I love the interaction with all of you because it's like we're really getting to know each other and forming this community, which we totally have over in Patreon. And so being able to do that on YouTube and having it sort of like count towards everything is really exciting to me. Those videos will get saved to my channel so you can watch them whenever you want to. But I will be sending out a little heads up in the newsletter of when I'm going to be going live on YouTube so you guys know when to look for that. But also 
Also, if you subscribe in YouTube and you click the little bell, that is going to give you a notification every time I go live. So it's not like Facebook that rarely gives you the notification when somebody goes live. YouTube actually does it. I know from different people that I follow and have that bell clicked for notifications. So that's a way that you can make sure you know whenever I'm going to be going live on YouTube. You can hop over there, join in the conversation because that really is one of my favorite parts is just getting to like riff with you guys and answer your questions in the moment. It is so much fun for me. So come on over there. Make sure you're subscribed to my YouTube channel. You can find it at youtube.com slash Mackenzie Coppa. And of course, this will be in today's show notes. But yeah, you just click that little bell and we'll be good to go. All right, now let's jump into all of this planning and figuring out that I have done for the new year because it's just so much fun to talk about our goals and what we're trying to really get after and achieve. And, you know, I mentioned in the last podcast with Katie that I didn't even want to look back at my power sheets from a year ago because it just felt too painful. It felt like, no. I don't want to do that because I have a feeling it's going to say things that I don't like. And sure enough, when I finally did open them, I was like, yeah, that's pretty much what I thought it was going to be. It felt like I was just looking at everything that I would write down right now, which was pretty devastating to realize here I am a whole year later and things had only gotten worse. (laughs) Like nothing had really changed in a positive way. And that was really discouraging because that's obviously the opposite of what I'm going for here. And it was also a good motivator because I kept thinking, you know, I don't want to get another year down the road and be thinking this same exact thing. I need to actually do something. I need, which I knew, I mean, I knew that, but I need to make some shifts here to make things happen and and get my life in a better place by a year from now. And I really want to be living the life that I want to live. Like, I want to run it the way that I know works for me. And I think I kind of mentioned that on the podcast with Katie. But I decided to sit down and create some guiding principles for my year of how I was going to structure things and things that would just be like good ideas to keep me on track for where I'm wanting to go. So before I even got too much into the nitty gritty of my actual goals, I decided I needed these guiding principles. And I actually talked about all of these principles in a recent newsletter as well, which you can check out at mackenziecoppa.substack.com. But you can also just listen to them here because we're going to go over all of them and I'm going to talk about why I chose these things and what they kind of mean to me. So the first principle for my year is to establish routines and systems. And I say both routines and systems because I think I think of routines more in terms of my personal life and systems more in terms of my business. But I know the way that I operate and who I am as a person, and the way my brain works, and all of that, that when I have really set routines of how I do things, and when I do them, I am my most successful self. When I am following through on those things, I feel better about myself. I don't know if it's, you know, that whole being a three on the Enneagram, and really liking to feel like you've been efficient, and you've been productive, and you know, you get to the end of the day, and it's like, whew, okay, I did some stuff. 
that is how I thrive best. Like even when I look back at my childhood and when I was growing up and in middle school and high school, when I was really at the top of my game and getting good grades and all of that stuff, it was when I had a very structured life. I had a lot going on. I had certain timeframes within which I had to get things done. And I really stayed on top of things. And I felt like myself. And sometimes I think we kind of do have to like look back at our past selves when we most remember feeling like ourselves to know what that looks like for us. Not that I want to be in the same place I was in in high school, because there are certainly things that I can improve on. Like my room was very messy. And that's one of my things for this year, <laughs> staying on top of my house. But I knew that that was when I was really myself. And I felt like I was thriving. And I want to like be in that same place now. I want to be myself. And even over these last, you know, five years when I've been on my own, the times when I have really maintained this kind of structure are the times that I've been doing my best. So a big part of this next year for me is having these personalized routines for all the parts of my day and aspects of my life, everything from my morning routine to how I carry out certain aspects of my business, which we'll be talking about more in this episode, that just gives me a repeatable plan to follow so that I don't have to put so much brain power into figuring out what comes next. I don't have to be searching for that because you kind of create that muscle memory of what you need to do and when you need to do it. And when I lay all of these out in a written form and I have them easily accessible, we were talking about this in Patreon the other day, like for a good while here until they become muscle memory, I will absolutely have post-it notes plastered all over my house <laughs> that have what these routines are so that I don't have to think about it. I don't have to even try to remember them. I just have to look at it and do it. And that helps me to get into that rhythm and have the follow through of actually getting these things ingrained and more automatic in my life. And it just helps me to be more successful and to not waste energy on trying to figure out what I need to do and when I need to do it. Okay, my second principle for the year is holding boundaries. So again, we're, we're going to have a lot of mentions of the Enneagram, I think, in this episode. But I recently saw a meme that was very painful. Top Knot Comedy had it in their Instagram feed last Friday when they do memes for all the different Enneagram types. And it was something along the lines of, you know, somebody saying like, oh, I can't believe how well we click together. And then the three <laughs> says, well, I can because I made this personality special for you. <laughs> it is like alarming to realize how much I'm willing to adapt to other people and other people's lives and how they do things. And that kind of chips away at who you are. And it can end up becoming really frustrating and hold you back in a lot of ways. And so when I am not holding fast to my routines and systems and the ways that I know work best for me to be running my life and staying on top of things, when I let those things go in honor of what somebody else wants or how they want to do things, not to say that we can't compromise, but when I 
just kind of step back and just try to go with their flow or whatever anybody's expecting of me that doesn't line up with how I know I work best, then I start sacrificing myself. And I end up not doing very well and I end up getting frustrated and tired and I have to really (laughs) decide what these methods are for my living, what these practices are and how I want to design my life and then I have to hold certain boundaries. And like I said, I think that compromise is important but also knowing that, you know, this is the time that I'm going to go to bed or I'm going to have my evening routine and I'm done interacting with everyone. <laughs> so whether that's my teenager who, you know, decides at 10 o'clock at night, hey, you want to watch a show now? Now, sometimes I know like connecting with him. OK, fine. But I'm trying to push more like, hey, let's do that at nine. Like, that would be a good time, bud, instead of at 10 when I am wanting to be winding down and getting in bed and reading and, you know, that whole rigmarole. I don't want to do it then. So I have to hold that boundary. And that doesn't make me mean or bad. It means that I am protecting these things that allow me to function at my best ability, which helps me to be there for them in a lot of other ways. And I need to follow through with holding that as hard as that is for me. So as I establish those routines and systems that we talked about, I have to hold the boundary of sticking to those things and not allowing other people's whims to kind of impact what I'm trying to do, which is really hard, but I think it's also really helpful. Okay, but right now, let's take a quick minute to talk about one of today's podcast sponsors, and that is Athletic Greens. So I started taking AG1, I don't know, maybe six or seven months ago now, because I am always looking for healthy things to be incorporating into my life. I have a huge wellness focus for 2023, just trying to help my body to operate at its best level, get the nutrients that I'm needing every day, and things that are really important to me are adaptogens, probiotics, getting whole foods and making sure I'm getting minerals and all of that kind of thing. And wouldn't you know, Athletic Greens has all of that in it. In fact, it has 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens, the whole kit and caboodle in one little drink that I just do once a day. A lot of times I will incorporate it into a smoothie. If I don't have a smoothie, like first thing in the morning with my athletic greens, I usually have it about mid-morning because everything that's in there, it helps to just give me a nice little natural energy boost. And I really do feel better and more clear-headed as I'm working through the rest of my workday. So if I get to that point where I'm kind of at a slump, it's the perfect thing to help pull me out of it. And I love that it has so much in it that it really is going to impact all of your systems. So it's good for your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It is all of the things. And I liked it so much that I've even gotten a couple of my really good friends on it. Katie has been drinking Athletic Greens. My parents have been drinking Athletic Greens. I just love everything that it has to offer, and I feel like it's a really solid product. Plus, it's a great company. 
They're climate neutral certified. It's a really great price at less than $3 a day. When you think about how much you spend on a bunch of individual supplements, you can use Athletic Greens to really replace a lot of the other things that you're trying to incorporate into your health routine. And it's so much less money at just less than $3 a day. And it contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still managing to taste good. I truly love AG1. I think that you will too. And right now, right at the beginning of the year when everyone's trying to get healthy, it is the perfect time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D, which is so important during the winter, and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash livewell. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash livewell to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And now back to the show. Okay, my third guiding principle for the year is practicing momentum over motivation. Okay, so I actually heard about this specific phrase, momentum over motivation, from Sarah Beth, who has Sarah Beth Yoga over on YouTube. And she did a video for New Year's that was about having more energy and releasing stress going into 2023. And she talked about this concept, but I've also heard Angie Green. She's actually Angie Fletcher, but on Instagram, you can find her at Angie Green. And she has talked about this whole idea as well, that dis. Discipline matters more than having motivation. Motivation is a luxury, but discipline is what is actually going to help you make some progress in your life. And so as Sarah Beth was talking about this, she discussed how we rarely do things if we wait for motivation. But if we set ourselves into motion, even when we don't feel like it, we begin establishing patterns that help to keep us moving. So they help to create that momentum in our lives. And I think this is key for so many of us because I've had, I don't know how many times when ladies in Patreon will ask me, can you do a live? I'm talking about like what you do if you just don't feel up for it or what you do when you don't feel inspired and you don't feel motivated. And I've come on a few times and been like, yeah, I guess it just doesn't really matter. <laughs> like, that's the hard truth that none of us really want to hear. But a lot of times in life as adults, we have to be grown ladies. We talk about that a lot on this show. And we just have to decide that we are going to step up and do the thing, even if we don't really feel like doing the thing. And a lot of times when we do that, we actually are really grateful that we did. And we actually feel so much better about ourselves than if we just decided, well, I'm just tired. And it's a big one for me, like, especially in the whole like moving my body <laughs> realm of things. I'm not very good at that. I'm really good at being sedentary because I'm so tired all the time and I just don't want to like hurt. And I know that if I move my body in certain ways and I work out, I'm going to be sore. But I have to weigh that out over getting old 
and like not being able to move (laughs) when I'm old, like it will be worth it now for me to put in the work to move my body and to stretch and to do all those kinds of things so that I can set myself up for having a better life when I am older. And plus, I am so sore anyway all the time right now with having my shoulders up by my ears while I'm working on my computer. And like, I know I need to stretch. I know I need to do these things, but it can just feel so hard. And sometimes we just have to tell ourselves, yeah, that doesn't matter. (laughs) Like, You need to get over it. You need to be a grown lady. You need to take care of yourself. And that means you're going to have to do stuff when you don't feel like it. But the benefit is when you start doing that stuff, even when you don't feel like it, you do build up that momentum. And once you start going, it helps you to keep going. And I'm going to kind of return to this in a few minutes, and we're going to talk about the thought process that I'm going through and what I am doing to be keeping that momentum up. But for right now, we'll just go ahead and say that momentum, once an object is in motion, it generally stays in motion. And so, Get yourself in motion in whatever it is, whether it's working out, whether it's being consistent in your business, that's another big one for me, whether it's, you know, cleaning the kitchen every night, whatever it is for you, do the thing that you don't really feel like doing, use momentum over motivation, and you're more likely to be getting more done and be feeling better about your life in general. Because I think that's where a lot of us are. We feel overwhelmed. We have so much on our plates. We're getting behind on everything. And we just need to start feeling on top of our lives again. And so when we put into that practice of momentum over motivation, it helps us to move forward with that in a more sustainable way. Okay. My next one is to specify. So in some ways, this kind of goes back to establishing routines and systems. But I know for me, for who I am, that the more specific I get about things in my life, the greater follow through I have, whether that be my boundaries, as I already mentioned, my goals, my routines, my plans for the day, the more specifics I have to follow with the smallest possible pieces to check off, the more I accomplish and the better I feel about my life. So I love being able to, you know, check something off on a list and feeling like I'm getting a lot done. And when I break down any project I have, any goal I have, any anything into the smallest possible increments of exactly what I need to do, it helps me to see that progress is getting achieved a lot faster because I'm getting all those little things done that really amount to a bigger overall thing. And then also this really plays in for me with the way I schedule my time. And this is shown in my last YouTube live that I did this past weekend on New Year's Eve as I was setting up my calendar for the year and how, well, not even for the year, for January, because if you didn't know, each, I don't think I've mentioned this in this episode so far, hopefully I haven't, you guys, it's hard to talk to yourself. <laughs> um, but Every month throughout the year of 2023, I am going to use a different digital planning system to plan my life and run my life on a daily basis. So I'm going to show how I set those up and then I'm going to do a review at the end of each month to show like, well, this is what worked for me and what didn't so that people can see which system might work best for them. And for January, I'm using Trello and Google Calendar, my, you know, platforms that I've used for a really long time 
time and know and love. And as I'm going in there, as I went in and have been scheduling out my time, the more specific I get on my calendar, and I'm going to say this knowing that I know this doesn't work for everyone. This doesn't. You have to have this kind of personality that I have and, you know, know that having your time structured really specifically works for you, but it works for me. And so knowing exactly what I need to do, when I need to do it, the order in which I need to get those things done and having them be so specific helps me to accomplish so much more in my day and my week. I have a ton of work deadlines going on right now, especially through these first three weeks of January. And if I wasn't drilling down my time like practically to the minute, I would just be in the middle of a hopeless cause. I would just be crying with the covers over my head. But when I can sit down and actually map out my time and figure out, okay, these are all the things that I need to get done. Now here's my plan for how I'm going to get them done. That makes me feel like, whew, okay, it's a lot, but I can do this. I know exactly what I need to do. And so now I just need to move forward into action. And so for me, being very specific about how I need to run my life helps me to do a better job. And this can apply to, like I was saying, the boundaries or, you know, anything else about your life. If you know very specifically what your boundary is, then there's really no room for negotiation. (laughs) So if you know, like, this is my boundary line. This is my absolute. I know that I need to go to bed by 1030. Bam. That's the boundary. That's what I cannot cross. But I, if I'm like, I'm going to go to bed early or earlier than I normally do or sometime between 10 and 11, that's not as specific. It is more difficult for me to hold myself to because it's sort of ambiguous what I'm actually trying to do. And it's also harder for me to say to somebody else no, I'm sorry, I can't do that, or I can't text past this time or whatever if I haven't set an actual time, or I can't watch a movie with you, but at 10.30 at night, because that's when I'm going to go to bed. But if I have this sort of like, well, you know, maybe there's some wiggle room, then it's not a boundary line. So the more specific I am about those things, the more able I am to protect myself and my well-being and also to be very clear with the people around me. And then they don't have to really be offended by it because this is just like what I need to do in order to take care of myself. So Trying to be really specific to specify things in my life is that fourth guiding principle. And my fifth guiding principle for the year is to work ahead. (laughs) So I have gotten into this really bad pattern over the last few years of pushing everything to the last minute, and then sometimes things just don't happen at all, and always feel like I'm scrambling to pull everything together, and I really want to get back into that mindset of working ahead, both in my personal life and in my business. So what does that look like in my personal life? It means doing a better job of sticking to our evening routine so that bags are packed for the morning and waters are filled and lunches are made. And, you know, like we're not scrambling to do that stuff in the morning because it can be so easy to just kind of let it go. And then I'm kicking myself in the morning. But I know if we just 
you know, do the thing we don't want to do. We have the momentum over the motivation and we get the stuff done in the evening. I'm so much happier in the morning and for the next day. It helps to set us up for success. Same thing with cleaning my kitchen at night. A lot of times I'm like, well, I can't do the dishes because I need my hot water for my bath. (laughs) But maybe if we're eating dinner a little bit earlier and I'm able to do the dishes earlier in the evening or Roman can do the dishes, you know, whatever it is, I need to be thinking about working ahead again, and getting on top of those things. So I'm setting myself up for success in the future, doing things like meal planning, meal prepping, all of that kind of thing where I'm getting ahead to make my future life easier. And usually a lot of the time saving myself time because I can bulk prepare things and that sort of thing. Doing those things to help give myself a leg up I think just makes such a difference on my sanity level and it helps reduce my stress. It helps me to be less in a panic all the time. So I really want to be working ahead in my personal life, but also working ahead in my business. I'm really trying to be at least, at least one week ahead on content that needs to come out. So I'm not, you know, producing content the same day. I'm not like trying to scramble to get things done. I want to be working at least a week ahead so that those things are just solidified and done. And then if somebody gets sick or something happens, I have that wiggle room to be working with. So getting a week ahead on my work and also thinking a lot more about batch working. So trying to produce a lot of podcasts at once, really starting to align those things better with where I'm at in my cycle. So knowing like, okay, that week I'm going to be really on my game. I'm going to be, you know, it's like during ovulation. And so I'm going to have my brain center that focuses on communication. It's going to be working really well. That's a really good time for me to batch work, you know, producing some YouTube videos and some podcasts and like getting that all done that week. And then the next week, I know my brain will be more geared towards getting a lot of the editing done. And so if I could get to a place where I was actually working about a month ahead, that's my ultimate goal. My reasonable goal that I'm trying to do right now and just maintain is working a week ahead. But I would like to get to the point where I'm working a month ahead and that we have maybe three or four months like really well planned out so that we know what's coming and and what I need to coordinate with different people on my team and whatnot to be getting things done in advance. So I'm really trying to think in sort of all aspects of my life about working ahead and how I can be setting myself up for success and not be so stinking stressed out all the time. And it takes a lot of work, especially right here in the beginning, when you're trying to produce all your current work, plus trying to get ahead. It's sort of like double the work for a little while. But then in the long run, it's so helpful and it's just so much less stressful. Like my ultimate goal is that by next year at Christmas, I can actually take the week off between Christmas and New Year's because I will be working ahead and I will have gotten enough ahead that I can have that downtime that so many people have during this time of the year and I can spend it with my kids and I don't just have to tell them every day, I'm sorry 
sorry, mom has to work. I'm also hoping that this will help set us up for a little bit better summer because summer can be so hard when you work from home and your kids are home. It's just, it's very difficult and they kind of don't really understand, like, why do you have to keep working? Because they don't see you working all during, you know, the rest of the year. And so being able to work ahead enough that I can maybe have a little bit more wiggle room during the summer and not fall behind during that time is really important to me. And so I'm just trying to focus on setting myself up for more success in those ways by working ahead. Okay, now we're going to take another quick break to talk about one of my other favorite sponsors of this podcast, and that is Caraway. Okay, so we're starting off our new year, and a lot of us have goals about being healthy and using clean products and eating clean food and wanting to make sure that we're doing our best to be taking care of ourselves. Well, a huge piece of that puzzle that a lot of times we overlook is our cookware. What are we actually cooking this clean food in that we've spent all this money to buy that isn't going to actually tarnish those amazing ingredients that we get? Well, Caraway is the answer. And there are a lot of reasons that I love Caraway. I mean, yes, because they are non-toxic, which is amazing. They don't have any PFAS, PTFE, PFOA, or any other hard-to-pronounce chemical. They are just good to go. They have a chemical-free ceramic coating so food can be prepared with peace of mind that none of those hard-to-pronounce compounds will leach into our healthy ingredients. So that's awesome. But also, they're made for the modern kitchen. So Caraway's cookware is truly beautiful. They have both cookware and bakeware. I have their saute pan and their Dutch oven that I absolutely love. I have them in the cream color. They look beautiful in my kitchen. I can't wait someday until I can have all of my pieces replaced with Caraway because they're just so beautiful and I love how they coordinate together. And as a three on the Enneagram, I'm really into all of that. So it's really fun that they are beautiful and they work for the modern home, but they've also thought of storage solutions. So anytime that you buy a set, They have the way for you to organize all of it so you're never missing a lid or having to stack things on top of each other. They've truly thought of everything and created just a beautiful product. It's a great time to start your year off right with non-toxic kitchenware so you can ditch all of those chemicals and make healthier cooking a piece of cake. And with my exclusive discount, you can now save on the full suite of Caraway products, including their food storage, their tea kettle, and their mini cookware. They've got multiple different colors for you to pick from to fit whatever your aesthetic is. And the ceramic's naturally slick surface means minimal oil or butter for food to slide right off the pan, including eggs. They are so easy to clean. I've never had any cookware that cooks this brilliantly and also is so easy to clean up. And they are well-loved by over 30,000 people who have raved about their Caraway kitchen. So visit carawayhome.com slash livewell to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive for my listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash livewell or use the code livewell at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. 
Okay, now that we've talked about all of my guiding principles for the year, I'm going to go a little bit into my goals and how I plan on achieving them. So a lot of my goals we've sort of already talked about already, but a lot of them have to do with my business, and then a lot of them have to do with my health and my home. So I have some general ideas of things, and a lot of those are going to be carried out by implementing better, more consistent routines and doing things in streaks. So this is a big thing for me, something that I have realized from all the reading that I've done in the past year and a half, that when I am trying to maintain a streak, this competitive edge that I naturally have, even with myself, even when there's no actual prize to be had other than the streak itself, is that I do really well when I'm trying to maintain a streak. And so I'm viewing a lot of these things that I'm trying to accomplish in terms of streaks. So a lot of my health goals are like do little bits every day because that's a lot of what happened with my reading as well. It didn't matter how much I read, I just had to read at least like two pages or something, I think is what the Kindle registers as you've actually read that day. So as long as I read at least two pages, it counted. And so some days, of course, I would read far more than that. But if it was down to the wire or I was really tired and two pages was all I got, then it was just two pages and that was okay. So I'm viewing a lot of my other goals in that way as well, and especially in terms of health and home. So for my health goals, you know, I'm just going to try to do like five push-ups every day. (laughs) I am saying that I want to do yoga every day. I'm trying to tailor it to where I'm at in my cycle. One of the things that is helping me to do that is the Moody Month app because you can start their yoga routines that actually match up to where you're at in your cycle to help you to be doing the kind of exercise that works for the energy levels and all that kind of thing that you have, which I think is really awesome. But I'm saying I want to do yoga every day. But that means maybe all I'm going to do is downward dog. <laughs> like Maybe that's it for that day or chaturanga or something. But I have done yoga that day. So I am trying to create a yoga streak. I'm also trying to do my rebounding more often. Well, a streak. So at least a little bit every day. My goal is to just do 100 jumps every morning to wake up my body, wake up my lymphatic system, to be getting things moving. So I'm breaking a lot of my goals into these little pieces like that, that I'm trying to create a streak out of. You know, I am really good at being on top of my gua sha, but I'm less good at remembering to dry brush. So I want to remember to dry brush every day and create a streak about that. I am going to try to use the Habit Tracker app. It's actually called Habit Tracker. I don't know if I'm going to love this app. It's just the one that looked appealing. And so I'm going to give it a try and just keep track of these streaks of all of these different things that I'm wanting to do. Now, I'm also thinking of streaks in my business because this is what I'm calling the year of 10K. That is kind of like my overall writing goal for all the different parts of my business. So 10K subscribers on YouTube is my goal. You know, I just hit a thousand. So that's literally like 10 times what I currently have. But I think that if I create streaks 
where I'm being consistent with my content and I'm showing up every week, then that is going to help push me towards actually getting towards my goal. I want to hit 10K subscribers to my newsletter. I want to hit 10K on Instagram, although this is like my lowest one. This is the one that matters the least to me, but I would like to see it happen. I would also like to get 10K podcast listens on each episode within as short of a time frame as possible, hopefully within a month, but I would like to get that time period to be even shorter so that I am just getting a lot more listens and we're expanding this community. So I'm hoping, um, my goal is 10K on all the platforms, but to achieve that, I'm doing the little things in streaks. So I'm trying to develop a streak of sending out the newsletter so I don't skip times when I want to have it out. I My goal is to have out a newsletter every Sunday and every Thursday. So I'm trying to create a streak for getting out those newsletters. I'm trying to create a streak of showing up on YouTube and having my content come out. My goal right now is every Tuesday and Friday. I want to show up and do my streak of things on Instagram. So showing up in stories and reels and getting out more posts this year and actually like creating a streak with my content. So for some reason to me, streak sounds less intimidating than the word consistency, which is really what I'm trying to create in my business and my life. But that's that's the, the streak just feels a little less intimidating. So I'm trying to go with that to hit these goals that I have. And then being on top of my house, I want to create a streak of getting my kitchen cleaned every night before we go to bed and getting everybody's bags packed and ready to go for the next day. So I'm really thinking about everything in terms of creating these streaks to help me to be more successful and less frustrated and to have it feel a little less intimidating than it usually does. Also, with all of the goals that I'm setting myself, especially like with my content and how I'm trying to show up with content for you guys and with my personal life, I really want to focus on community. And maybe this could have been lumped in with my guiding principles for the year, but I really want to think about how I am investing in community. As I am pursuing all of these different things in my business, I really want to be helpful to all of you. I want to create content that you find effective and helpful in your life. And I want to get to know you guys and build that community sense because I found the times in my business when we are really working as a community and Patreon is thriving and we're doing really well, those are the best times. They're when I'm the most fulfilled in what I'm doing. I get excited about the day and getting to talk with all of you. And so doing those live videos on YouTube will allow me to connect with you guys and the community more, doing things with Patreon. We're really getting the Live Well Anyway Facebook group, trying to have a lot more interaction in there and have everyone answering questions every day and talking to each other and encouraging each other and talking about our goals and helping each other with our planning and all of that kind of thing. So I'm really placing a huge emphasis on community in both my personal life, wanting to see my friends more and make that more of a thing in my weeks and my days. You know, these last couple of weeks, I've been able to go out to lunch with friends a couple of different times. 
And what a difference it makes. It just is like free counseling. (laughs) You know, it's just really something. Katie and Shell and I have decided that this year we are going to try to take a weekend getaway together because we had a long lunch last week that ended up going for like four hours and we still weren't done. We still could have kept talking. So we were like, we really need a whole weekend. So we want to make that happen this year. And that is all a part of community and being able to be with other people and being able to support them, but also have support when you need it. I just think it's so important and it's something that I don't feel like I've had as much of over these last couple of years. They've been kind of isolating. I mean, we all were isolated for a long time from the pandemic, and it's time to really break out of that and start pouring into community and being a part of community again, both in my business and my personal life. Okay, now we are going to break for one more quick ad. I promise it will be short. And then when we come back, I am going to tell you what I finally decided on for my word of the year. Okay, the final company that I want to talk about today in the podcast, you guys, is Beauty Counter because I started using Beauty Counter, I don't know, four or five months ago now, and I love it. I just absolutely love the products. I love knowing that everything is super clean. I don't have to worry about anything that I am buying. They're all certified. They've thought about the packaging being clean. They've thought about all of the different parts of it, but also they make really effective, great products. So I've loved their makeup. I love their skincare. Of course, I will always be a diehard Thrive Mascara user. I just can't help myself. But pretty much everything else, I have switched so much of what I'm using over to Beauty Counter because they are such great products. They're super clean. And I feel like the beginning of the year, when you're wanting to achieve those health goals, start thinking about cutting out the nasty chemicals that are getting absorbed through your skin because it's our biggest organ. And so many things get absorbed through our skin that are toxic, that are filled with fragrances, that actually inhibit our hormones. They cause all kinds of hormonal disruption. You guys, I know I'm not the only one who is dealing with hormones that have gone a little wacky in the last couple of years. And I have realized one of the big ways that I am disrupting those has been through the things that I've been putting on my skin and my hair and my body. So I have been making these switches and Beauty Counter has been one of the biggest companies that has made that super easy and just creates great products. I mean, I think even my mom was a little bit skeptical when I started using Beauty Counter and then she started using it and was like, oh my gosh, this is the best foundation I've ever had. I love the way it feels on my skin. It's beautiful. It works so well. I'm on board. So even the hardest sell for me, which can literally be my mom, she has become a convert because she has loved everything she's tried from Beauty Counter. So if you would like to check out anything from Beauty Counter or even talk to me about being on an amazing team of women who are coming together to build each other up in their businesses, both Beauty Counter and other things, then make sure to let me know if you're interested in the business opportunity or if you just want to buy products because Beauty Counter is legit, then go to McKenzie slash beauty counter. I'm going to give you a little tip. It's super helpful to become a member. If you pay that member price for the year, you usually get a free gift with purchase and you get free shipping all year long. And even if you decide to become a consultant, it's a good idea to become a member first so that you can get that free shipping. So again, it's mckenziecoppa.com slash beauty counter to get your hands on some great clean skincare and makeup. And right now they still have a little bit of stock left on their 65% off sale. So be sure you run over there and check it out. 
Okay, you guys, we have made it this far about all of my New Year's things. I thought this was going to be a shorter episode, but I really love planning and I really love talking about it. So here we are to the point in the episode where I'm going to tell you my word of the year. So you know I struggled with this when we had our last episode. I had not figured it out yet. I was pretty hesitant. Like, uh, I I thought I wanted it to be some sort of action word, but I I thought about maybe even a phrase like be you because I really wanted to focus on making decisions that were aligned with who I am and how I know I work best and allow me to be my authentic self. And it came to me. It actually came to me in the shower when I thought that exact thing. I was like, it's aligned. Aligned is my word of the year. Because if I am putting all of my decisions through that lens, then I'm going to be making the right choices. I'm going to be making choices that work well for my business, that work well for me, that help me to be my best self, that help me to not be next year at this time in the same place that I am in this year at this time. And so that is my word for the year, aligned. And then just for, you know, like an extra little bit of confirmation, a few days after I had figured out my word, I had told some friends about it, I had announced it on Patreon, but I hadn't told it to the big wide world yet, A gal who listens to this podcast, I'm not going to shout out names because I didn't ask for her permission yet, Um, but someone who listens to this podcast sent me this amazing message on Instagram saying that she had listened to our episode from before Christmas and she wanted to give me some encouragement about word of the year and that last year, guess what her word was? Guess what her word was? It was a line. And she had this amazing little acronym for each of the letters of the word and things that she, you know, attributed to each of those letters to help her with her word of the year. It was this amazing, beautiful message. And it was just this huge confirmation that, oh my word, she didn't even know. She didn't even know that that was my word for the year, but she sent me this whole thing. And it was so beautiful and so special and such like, thank you, God, for sending that message because it just totally confirmed that I'm on the right track, that this is what I'm supposed to be doing, that I'm supposed to be aligned with what I know is best. So, I appreciate getting that message so much. I love when I hear from you guys and then when it happens like that and it's obviously from the Lord that that happened. I just, I'm so grateful and it's, yeah, it feels like the right word, the right word going into 2023, making some changes, getting my life back on track with where I want it to be. It is going to be aligned. So that is my word. I would love to hear what your guys' words are. You can always contact me on Instagram at Mackenzie Coppa, like this gal did. I truly love hearing from you guys. I love hearing what you'd like to hear on the podcast, YouTube episodes that you would like to see me put out, or lives even that you would like to see me do, things you would like to see happen in Patreon. I just, I love chatting with you guys just about anything under the sun. So don't be a stranger. 
get a hold of me on Instagram at Mackenzie Coppa. You can also leave comments on my YouTube videos or respond to any newsletter and I make sure to respond to all of those. So thank you so much for hanging out with me and diving into all of these principles and goals and words for 2023. It's been so much fun. And here's to another year, right? Like, let's kick this one off well. Let's just really make 2023 the best year we've had in a lot of recent years. Okay? It sounds good to me. Of course, you can find the show notes for this episode by swiping up in whatever app you are listening to the show on. If you haven't subscribed yet, make sure you do that. And hey, if you want to leave a rating and review in iTunes or in Spotify, that is also super helpful to the podcast. So make sure that you do those things. But you can also find the show notes over at MackenzieCoppa.com slash podcast if you would like to find them there. All right, you guys, until next week when I will be back talking about some of the simple ways that I've been incorporating some daily detox into my life, you know, trying to get rid of all those toxins (laughs) that have been bombarding my system that we talked about. I'm going to go into what I am doing to help that to be like an easy daily thing in my life in next week's episode. But until then, go be bold and gracious. Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.